Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show about living your very best life. So today's show and today's topic is an important one. And before we get into it, I just want to start by checking in with all of you. Where are you guys at at this time of year? Uh, We are in the first week of December. You're probably feeling like I am, a bit of a scramble uh, whatever your persuasion is, religious persuasion, there's a whole bunch of holidays going on in December, Christmas, Hanukkah, lots of lots of things going on. It usually gets a bit busier before the holidays. And then, of course, there's all this pressure to make sure that we're ready for the holidays and ready for this time where literally things just almost completely shut down. Uh, we've done many shows about the pressures of the holidays and uh, a reminder before I get into today's topic about taking a breath and taking it one step at a time. Nobody's holidays are perfect. And um, if we start out with that premise that things are not going to be perfect, it usually makes for a much better holiday season. Now, one of the things about the holiday season is it's a reminder, at least for me, and I hope for you to, to slow down and have some connection with your family. And that's actually what today's show is about, is creating family rituals and connection for greater happiness. Now, why I came up with this topic is we forget sometimes to create rituals, and yet rituals really, when you think back to your childhood, think right now, take a moment right now and think about your childhood. And if you close your eyes and try to imagine a very happy moment in your childhood, it's quite possible that one of the happy moments that you might come up with might have been a ritual, might have been something your family did, uh, whether it's, you know, eating outside. I can think of some in my uh, family eating outside in the summer, um, we swam together. Uh, we went. We got very excited for certain shows on TV that we watched together as a family. These rituals are things that you're going to remember for the rest of your life, and your kids will too. So it's important to have some. One thing I want to put out there is, although it almost never happens that somebody calls in, if you have questions about this topic or any psychological topic, you can certainly call us at one 472 5792 Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You're also welcome to text us at one 7964357 and if you prefer email, it's info at helpforanxietydepression.com. So creating family rituals, we've talked a little bit already about the importance of this. So let's review what the research tells us. The research tells us that people remember rituals from their family as moments of joy And it helps people create and cement memories and connection as a family. How many times during the week are you and your family running around 
doing things and just being really, really busy. And how many times during the week are you actually having a special time? Let's start with basics. What about dinners in your house? Here's the thought I want to put out there. How is dinner dealt with in your family? And you might be tempted to say that, well, we're very busy and we don't always have time for a family dinner. Or maybe the TV's on during your dinner time. Or maybe everybody's sitting there with their electronics. Let's start with the premise that, first of all, family dinners are extremely important. There's a lot of research that shows that families who eat dinner together are immunized against a lot of psychological challenges and a lot of life challenges because of this very important reality of connection. Connection is, I like to say, vitamins for your soul. Can you set up in your family regular dinners together? Maybe not every day, but most days of the week. Can that be done? Later in the show, Georgia Dow, psychotherapist, will be joining us with many more ideas on how to create your family rituals. Um, Some people also like to have one day of the weekend together. Is that something that goes on in your family? And is it something that appeals to you? If the answer is yes, great. If the answer is no, you want to be curious what's going on with that. Why are rituals not being set up? Big or small family rituals are very important and they create, as I said, cherished memories. Sorry, that was me holding in a sneeze. How do you deal with birthdays? How do you deal with holidays? Do you make them big or are you that family that says it's not that big a deal? Let's just, you know, it's just another date. Many, many clients of mine say it's just a birthday. Why should we make a big deal about it? You know, I would argue that because it's the date you were born and it's just another reason or excuse to celebrate as a family together. Can that be done in your household? I think it can be. As a matter of fact, I would go one step further and say that creating rituals anywhere, anytime is something I would highly recommend. What happens when you have moments of connection in a family? Let's talk about the science a little bit. So let's talk about eye contact. When you and your family are connecting with each other, mirror neurons are in your eyes as you look at your children and as they look at you. And I like to describe that as vitamins going back and forth. So again, I pose the question, how often are those moments where you are just looking at each other, connecting without any electronics, without anything else going on. Can we create rituals on a regular basis? I'd love to hear from some of you. What are your rituals? What do you do to create those moments of connection? So I'll share a little bit what goes on in my house. So we have many, many rituals that we do. Um, We like to have movie night on a regular basis where one child of the family chooses their movie and everybody gets a turn to choose their movie. Obviously, it has to be family appropriate. And it's something we look forward to all week. We all work hard. The kids are in school working hard. Your kids are in school working hard. And we know that on Saturday night, we have our special movie night. And it's going to be set up with all our favorite foods, healthy ideally, but some healthy fun foods, and with a movie of whoever gets the power that week to choose And having that option and knowing that that's something to look forward to really helps during the week. That's one example of it. We also have our special meals during the week together, obviously regular dinners, and one sort of at least one or two special dinners. 
Another idea that I've done over the years is letting kids have an option to choose, whether it's the dinner out, where they're going for dinner. Everybody gets a choice to choose if you go out for dinner. And if not, if you can't go out for dinner, that's fine. How about someone getting to choose what we're having for dinner? Include your kids in setting up your rituals. It will make a huge difference. What about vacations or getaways? I want to talk about that too, because a lot of people say things like, well, you know, I can't afford to go on a big getaway. I am very much a big believer in little uh, get to get, little getaways, uh, drive trips to nearby places. And it's a funny thing because sometimes I feel a bit silly, to be honest, because we get in the car with my kids and my husband and we drive somewhere about two hours away, which is just a small town. And we stay in a hotel room and we're paying money for the hotel room when I have a perfectly fine house here. And then we usually take a hotel room with a kitchen and then I end up cooking and, and if you're not cooking, you're spending a lot of money. But either way, we have food here. So why go away? Why do a weekend getaway? Okay, well, here's the argument for weekend get- getaways is that it's amazing that when we go on these little getaways, and as I said, no different than being here. We're in a hotel room. We're in our house. We're eating there. We're eating here. But something completely shifts because we've changed our location, we've changed our vision, and we just don't come home the same way that we left. Also, I recommend, if you can handle it, is staying in the same room is really fun. It's a fun ritual. My kids love stuff like this, and they love having these memories of these little getaways. And this is how we cope with not always being able to go on big trips is getting in the car and going on a road trip. When's the last time you did that? Would it be something you would consider doing? Do you take your kids with you on these get togethers? Now we're talking about family rituals, but there's also rituals that you do in your relationship and the same thing can happen. You can have a family trip and you can have a couple trip but important to set it up. So one of the strategies I want to put out here, and by the next segment, we'll have Georgia in the house. Georgia is, again, a licensed psychotherapist, Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression. And she is someone who is really, really good at rituals. Um, She's a colleague, but also a close friend. And her family, like mine, loves the word fun. Uh, How many fun things go on in your family? Or are you just getting through the day and just getting all those tasks done? I can't tell you how many people sit in my office talking about the to-do list. And believe me, I relate to it. The to-do list never gets done. There's a famous book written many years ago that said even on your deathbed, the to-do list won't be done. So the to-do list is fine. We do need to do things. But can we spruce it up with rituals, games, get-togethers? Another one that I want us to think about is family games, game night. Do you do game night in your house? Is it something you would consider? Highly recommend it. A source of great joy and laughter. Let your kids choose some games. So what I was saying is that I take my calendar out for anything, any ritual or idea or dream that I want to do. I open my calendar and I schedule it because if it's not scheduled, it just doesn't happen. So we absolutely need to schedule it for us to make sure that these rituals happen. So take out your calendar, maybe on the break. Have a look. Is there room to schedule some rituals right now that if something appealed to you, that car trip, that game nights, movie nights, um, 
craft nights, anything that appeals to you, would you on the break schedule something into your calendar? And if the answer is no, let's come back and talk about what stops people from taking the time for joy and pleasure and family rituals. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk, wondering if you thought about some rituals. I just want to go through a bit of research on rituals, um, just so we know how important this is. So the research shows us that giving your family rituals gives your children a sense of security, identity, and belonging. And that's because there are special things that you do together, and they have a special meaning for you, and they create, as I said before, shared memories, and they build your family relationships. I want to go one step further. The research, I'm in the field of anxiety. The research also shows that rituals help comfort children in unfamiliar circumstances. For example, if your child loves, you know, hearing a bedtime story every night and you go somewhere else 
and your child is anxious, going back to the bedtime story will calm your child down. down. There is a sense of rituals that gives all of us, especially children, a sense that the world is a safe and predictable place. Basically, if we're doing rituals, things are happening as they're supposed to. So some ideas again, once a month or so, making an activity for your children to enjoy, uh, meaningful time together as a family. Uh, think about also doing rituals with each child. If there's an extra something that you can do with each one, my daughter loves baking videos. So we have a ritual every night that we watch a baking video together, and that's our thing. My son loves tickle festivals, so that's our thing. You want to have something individual for each one of your children, no doubt about it. Uh, again, traditions become very, very important. So this is, again, a good time of year to think about this. So with Christmas coming and uh, whatever holiday you celebrate, how are you making the traditions of your holiday, be it Christmas, be it Hanukkah, be it uh, Kwanzaa, no, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, excuse me, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday you celebrate, how do you make your tradition unique to you? So it's... Everybody, you know, there's some commonalities with holidays, but there's also some things that we can make memorable in our family. And by doing that and explaining it to your kids, take the time to talk about the special thing your family does and why is it important to you. Include the children in planning and carrying out these special activities, and it will give them a feeling of pride and belonging in the family. Isn't that what we want? We want our children to feel proud and enjoy the way our family operates, and it helps your kids, if you sit down and explain it to them, it helps them understand why your family does these special things. This can be religious as well. If you do religious things in your family, I would say don't just do the religious things. Explain why you're doing them. And explaining them really adds the beauty to the event. Remember that traditions bind us together as a family. And you want to really include your children in family traditions that will, again, help them have a sense of belonging and build memories for the future. Before the break, I talked about why somebody would not be doing rituals. And I wondered, didn't hear from any of you, but I did wonder if you're not doing rituals, what's the reason? Could it be that you're saying you're too busy? Okay, so on that note, in the house, Georgia Dow, as mentioned, colleague, psychotherapist, and friend. And I talked about you, Georgia, because I talked about how many fun rituals your your family does and how you and I are big believers and you know we're kids at heart so we really believe in rituals a lot so first of all thank you for running for work from work to come here <laughs> literally saw her a few minutes ago at the office and she's here today so welcome back to straight talk first of all thank you very much for having me I really wanted you for this show in particular because family rituals is probably not a topic that people talk about all that much and yet it might be one of the most important topics ever. Do you agree? I, I think that it's um, one of those lovely things that you can do to your family that you will get benefits that you may not even know that you will get from having them. And these are things that will be enjoyable. Like you can make your own. They don't have to be religious based. They don't have That's to be culturally based. They can be of your own making 
that kind of brings your family together and creates wonderful moments and memories. Yeah, I love what you're saying. I, I even said, even if it is religious, you yeah. can make your own twist on it. You could. And share why you do the things you do. You're a person who has a lot of family rituals. You do a lot of these things, and I I, I admire that about you. I love it. Uh, I also, in my family, have shared some of mine on the air while while waiting for you to join our, our show today. Um, is this something you learned growing up with your parents? How did this happen? No, not really. No we way. We do a lot of them. Like we did the regular holiday type of, of yeah. things. Um, and uh, we had a, a few things that we did together as a family or places that we went together that was kind of as a family. Um, but I don't think that they did a lot of them, but, I enjoyed them and they were fun for me. So you have happy memories of the ones you did. Yes. And you wanted to bring that into your family. Yes. Okay. So how do you do that? Well, okay. So the way that that most of mine have come about was some of it was just like family oriented things, like very, very simple. Like we have dinner as a family. We just always do. There's no technology. We hang out together. And uh, that's pretty much just a rule. So that we talked about that beginning of the show. So that's one of your rules in your house, like mine, that you try to have dinner as a family together. Research, by the way, on that I talked about is very, very high that families who eat dinner together are less prone to psychological problems, uh, less prone to all sorts of problems. Yeah. No technology at the table. No no reading, no no toys. toys They're there to eye contact, eye contact, discussion, discussion about your day you know decompression and just being together it's our check-in right okay um so that's pretty much one that we will almost always do like i would say we're a good like 98 percent of the time every once in a while maybe someone is sick or something happens or i might like on the days that i work exceptionally late they will have dinner together without me right um and but sometimes like yesterday my my hubby waited to have his own dinner he had a little bit there and he ate with me too which I really did find I felt so very loving, loved yeah. I felt very loved yeah, for that because right. he waited I was like you wait he's like yeah I waited I wanted to spend this time to just eat with you and it's interesting because that, that enacts a little bit of those mirror neurons like you're doing something together where did you know you're talking about that That's it, 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 we're funny. so well suited it's unbelievable <laughs> that's that so strange because like just for people that watch the show you might be like oh there's notes and we have to nothing go. we go through like basic topic kind yeah. of stuff but yeah. this was not plans no, no, that's so no. interesting so okay. mention why you mentioned mirror neurons I mentioned it too so yeah. say a bit more because that is that's bonding to us and love and it, it's that replicable feeling that you can redo by doing that so if you know your family made like for my my hubby they make pumpkin pie during Thanksgiving and that brings back that same feeling that he had for that. So then redoing that action brings back also the emotions to that. And that's why also sometimes negative emotions can be brought back by things and you might want to reclaim them for your own. Indeed. That. Indeed. So, yeah, so that was very loving last night that your husband d- did that. So you have family dinners together. Yeah. Uh, what other kinds of things so, have you got set up over yeah, there? Yeah, so sometimes then we do things that are just fun things. They're not like, so they're based around fun and bonding. Yeah, and well, I was saying fun is important. Fun is important to that. And so we do... Um, once every two months or so, we do a slumber party <gasps> at our house. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We do a slumber party. We take, we have like, like little mattresses. We bring them all downstairs now. Um, or we do it in one of the kids' rooms. We bring out the mattresses and we all sleep on the mattresses together. We watch movies, uh, or chat or play board games. And we do it like a real slumber party. And we bring down all the stuffed animals and the toys and the things that are funny and silly. And the rule is we can stay up as late as we want. Really? Just chatting and dealing with that. No one can get yelled at. 
that because it's a slumber party and we just chat. And again, it's it's myself and my son that's like me. And then the other two usually fall asleep at some point. But it's just kind of, and we're exhausted the next day. Like, this is not great for your sleep rituals right, right, at all. Right. Don't do this on a Sunday when you have school on Monday or work on Monday. Uh, so we'll do it so on like a Friday Saturday, or Saturday. Saturday yeah. and, um, and we stay up and then we're exhausted at the next day. But we all are happy to have that kind of a thing that we have just... Um, hung out together and and enjoyed that. It's interesting, you know, um, listening to you talk. I, I love this. I, I've never tried the slumber part, but I was saying how we get in the car and we. I always find it odd. Yeah. We go go to a lo- like a near nearby town. Yeah. We stay at like a so so hotel when I have a nice home here. Yeah. And we eat food there and we can yeah. eat food here. And I go, yeah. why are we doing this? And it's for this reason because it's our slumber party. We're all in one room together, yeah. and the change of pace does a lot for us. Like, yes. why am I spending the money for that? Yes. Yeah. You take it one step left higher is maybe not even spend the money take the mattresses down yep. but the idea of sleeping in one room and yep. just having sort of a night off from everything I yep. love that yep. do you schedule this in your calendar because I was talking before the break for me if it's not scheduled in the calendar it doesn't I tend like to actually the thing of scheduling it now I have one other child that's very similar to me and really want like actually both of my kids really like this so they'll be like I miss you I you know why didn't you I, I go to see both of my children usually uh, before bed but sometimes one will be asleep and I and they'll look oh I miss not seeing you and I'll be like well let's like you know you're asking for you need more let's do a slumber party maybe we'll do a little time together and we'll do it and it happens about once every two months but I like the idea of actually scheduling it because it's true if I got like, really stressed or there was times like that we take out the things that are the things we really shouldn't take out of right, our lives right, right. we do all of the mechanical kind of things but we fit, miss out on the fun or the calming or the bonding or the decompression time set. So I actually really like the idea of scheduling it of, and I might not schedule it by day because maybe Friday would, but schedule it. This is the week that we're planning our slumber party. And I like that idea that we then will have something to do. So I might steal that. Yeah. Why do you think that people, you know, you, you've mentioned some really good rituals. Um, We're getting close to the break again. And I promise I talk about this after the last break, but why do you think people don't do rituals? Mm -hmm. I, I think that we have become a society where we are so much on production, on doing things, on homework and activities and fixing this in the house. And like, we're so production based that we've missed out on the humanity part of things. And so we have not said that this is important. And that's why a lot of people will say, well, I'm too busy really to eat together as a family Mm. or to have a movie night or a game night or, um, you know, uh, Elf on the Shelf or, um, you know, we're going to search for the little tiny black rock that I've hidden in a treasure box and we're going to do a treasure hunt together or something like that. And it's we now know that that causes such a disconnect. Our society is so much based on production and not based on humanity and reconnecting with people. And. I think that that's the main reason why we put it off is because we have stuck too much on our plate and we think it's important, but how many times are you going to go back and think, I wish I worked more, I wish I produced more, I wish I had a shinier house uh, or shinier car, a bigger house, Mm. uh, more stuff, more money in my bank account that one day I will leave and bring to others because you can't take it with you. Like, it seems ridiculous, actually, the things that we have placed focus upon to that. And I think we need to come back on community and people and friendships and being there and creating memories. These are memories that you will remember and look back on. Mm. So well said. Thank you for that. So we're going to take a short break. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about one of one of the challenges I think that could come up for people is if you want to do a slumber party or do rituals and your partner 
um, the other parent of the house is, or, or maybe even a child is sabotaging it mm. and not making it happen. What do you do then? We'll be mm-hmm. right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. I'm here with top psychotherapist, specialist in anxiety, depression, sleep, relationships, phobias, you name it, Georgia Dow. She is uh, doing a lot of work with clients and helping people really live their best life. I really, I've been at the office the last few days and it's been such a pleasure to see her in action. She's just terrific at what she does. I thought she would be the perfect person to come on and talk about family rituals. So we talked a lot about family rituals, but here's where I see people get into trouble is sometimes, you know, um, you come up with an idea like we're going to do things as a family and somebody sabotages it, maybe your partner, maybe even a kid starts to act out that night and you've got a problem. Let's start with partners. What if your partner is like, yeah, no, I'm not into a slumber party. Like, please, the kids need to go to sleep on time. What like what kind of craziness yeah. is this? What do you do then? It's a really um, interesting topic because you want to say, what is your purpose? Right. And so they're just saying, well, my child needs to be more productive to that. And mm-hmm. what? I would say to that is like you need to also maybe let them know of what are the benefits to doing these things together. And one of them is that you want your family to be a team. You want your family to know that they are there for each other and to bond and to have these memories that you will look back on yourself for your life. And that is more important than, again, there might be a few things that are more important than that, but very few of them. And that sense is impossible if you are not spending time doing things together you do not a family is not supposed to be a group of individuals a family is we are on our own team and to remember that and so a lot of 
kind of team building type of things, make wonderful rituals to be able to do together, to build something, to create something, something that is greater than you, because you may need that. And you want your family to know that if push comes to shove, we're there. It's All true. of us. You know, and I get a little emotional hearing you talk because um, I know you and I know some of the things you've gone through and the things I've gone through. And I can't help but feel like what you're talking about is even when the un- unthinkable happens, the rituals are there to anchor you. Yes. You know, as yes. life goes on. Yes, exactly. And, and I think it's such a good point because people face tragedies and unexpected things happen. Mm-hmm. And how do we get through it? Is a lot our rituals. Of rituals. Yes, yeah. that is a beautiful point. Is a lot of times of point. pain. Yeah. Well, I think that you brought it to another level to that is that during times of pain, these rituals really do help move us along. And there's a lot of um, cultural or religious places that say like death or illness or other things we don't know what to do. And these rituals are really trying to tell us ways to mourn, ways to bond, ways to be there because it's really hard. Like, you know, you lose someone and then a year later goes by and then you're like, everyone forgets. But if you have these rituals that you remember, you come back together. And I was, you know, I lost my mom just recently. Well, not actually, actually it's about a year now. I know. I, know. I can't I believe know. it's that long. It doesn't yeah. feel like it. But, Do you have rituals to keep? Well, that's what yeah. I was saying. I was saying to my brother, because my mom was that anchor, the the two pieces. I hang out with my husband's family during the holidays and he hangs out with his wife's family during the holidays. And I said, like, we don't, we, I said, we need to, you know, get together as well so that we do this as a place of mourning and and coming to peace with that and and getting that memory to that and these rituals are are there to keep us going mm, absolutely even if it's to talk about her yeah and to talk about the memories and yes. sometimes even the memories that are like we in my family will my parents are gone and, uh, and my dad died in the last while as well as yeah. you know and yeah. sometimes our memories are they're not always like oh it was so great sometimes it's like laughing memories yes. like remember when dad would get so mad about yes, this or, or horrible memories yeah. but at least then you're it's Keeping cathartic because you're yeah. You're going through it and, and we're together to that. We can so easily get swept up by the life stuff. Yeah. And that's what most people talk about when they get older is I wish I did more stuff together. These rituals are also there to keep the family together because you can get swept up in so many different things of saying they're important. We need to create moments so that we know that family is important, that our unit is important, that we see each other. Because if not, you can get sucked up by work or a new relationship or something else. And you want these things to keep you bonded. So, okay. So also, if I can say, yeah, time for healing. Because if you're not forced to interact with each other, if you're upset, you might just, right? A lot of times we're upset at someone and you may not have spoken to them, but you know, you see them maybe at a funeral or a wedding or something else, and then you get to heal again. Yeah. And that can be also really cathartic to you. Really important. Yeah. Really important. And there's lots of religious and non-religious ways of remembering people and getting these traditions and rituals going. Again, though, coming back to a partner who's not into it. Yes. So, so you said so it's really good. I would, what if your I would partner says no? But then I would also say, well, let's find something that that they enjoy. Right. It may be that they don't um, like that they don't like this with. ritual. They're like, I like to sleep, and I really need my sleep. And a slumber party, Georgia, like I'm sorry, it doesn't work for me. Right. So it could be going out and uh, stargazing, or it could be fishing, or it could be you know taking a long walk, or going to get ice cream, or it could be 
writing letters to something or building something. Like it does not have to be. It's not a one size fits all. No. Find something that someone cares about and find something that will work for everyone to give them something to that. And this is now what we do. Yeah. And that's lovely to that. And it could be as simple as a breakfast, Sunday breakfast, and yeah. we have it together. Yeah. And we make breakfast and we kind of have fun to that because, it, you know, it, it doesn't have to be time consuming. It doesn't have to be expensive. Um, it's just about the coming together, all of us. I noticed you wrote down on the break the words family as a team. I mm. thought that's very profound. Can you say what you mean about that family as a team? Yeah, well... You want, if possible, and and this is not always possible to that, but to feel like you, and a lot of people that that go through um, pain, it's because they feel like they were abandoned or they weren't there. Um, I had someone uh, just today, absolute rock star, made such an amazing breakthrough. Shout out to you because I know you're listening. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Amazing. Like, yeah. Just absolutely amazing uh, breakthrough in that. But that feeling of... I'm not alone in this. I have my team to to be there no matter what. That's really powerful. And that's what family's there for. If you can have that feeling, if you can help build that bond between siblings, between each other, between that is that cohesive unit so that if one person's in trouble, we rescue. We're there for you, we're help you, support you, love you. And by doing things together, we get the opportunity to be there and Really, some really great ones are when it's us against everyone else. Like, we like to, another ridiculous, we have a lot of ones that are like, you know, ridiculous ones, but we like to play video games together. And we like them to be us, you know, against everyone else. Because that builds us together to be able to do that. We're going to a challenge and we're together. It almost, and this is probably not a good thing, but it makes me think of like the military or army training where we're there to support each other and we work perfectly. And that's growing up as a child for me, that was kind of alone because my siblings were so much older than me. That feeling of being like that mission impossible, this person's doing this, this person, and it works perfectly is very salient to me. That yeah. like gets me like, yes, yeah. I've always wanted my own little team where we all have our specialized skills and we're like, Phew. Yeah, that, you know, that's good. That I love. And that gives you opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah, I like so. that. Your family against the world, basically. Yes. It's a yes. very big bonding. You know, when you were talking about that, I couldn't help but think about what do you do when you have siblings that are like not getting along and they don't like to work together because they dislike each other. That happens a lot to people. That happens a lot. And I would, again, take the military. Now, the military, like, I, you know, like, they, there's some definite cons to this. But they are, we're great with building a feeling of unity. And we're here for each other, even if we don't always like each other, but we're there to that. But that's what rituals do, is that if you have people and they're angry and they're, they don't see the beauty in each other, to have each person play to their strengths with them against everyone else. So my my kids, um, we have we have one where... They earn points together. My children earn points together to be able to play video games or, or to watch technology. And their points counted together, not against each other. So I have enough points and you don't. But they work together as a team. And they would like game the system by like, oh, yeah, say, say sorry. You know, you say sorry, too. And, and let's do that. Like, so they're working against That's us. Smart. And we're kind of like the enemy in this because we're the ones that will hold or not get the points to them. So that made them feel really strongly bonded because they get to reap the reward together and they feel good and they're supporting each other to that instead of it being me versus you, which could be really actually damaging. So when we talk about rituals, you do not want it to be one person shines and another person is dim. You want this to be like, you know, sorry, you all come together. 
So that, I think that's interesting. So how did you set that up? So you're talking about a very behavioral reinforcement yes. chart, basically. Your kids earn points and they get to play video games. How do they earn points together? How does that work? Like there's a certain amount of points that yep. they have to get for yep. both of them to play video games. Yes. And what if one part, of, one of the two of them is earning all the points? So we actually had that happen. Yeah. Where one would really game the system and the other didn't. So we had a minimum that they both had to at least earn on their own. Okay. And so if they both earned... 10 points that that thing they could both play and they only have to pay say for like two hours 10 points each Mm -hmm. if they only one of them earned they can pay 15 points but then one gets to reap the benefit and play video games alone to it so there's a little bit because my children actually did figure that out and one would be working and the other one would be reaping the benefits to it where they get an added benefit if they've both done a certain amount. And one now will actually wait to play video games till the other one's earned enough points, but support them in being out. They'll be like, come on, just do it. Just do it. You can do it. Because they don't want to have to spend all of their points to it. So you're saying that they have to spend extra points if they play solo. If they play solo. So it's more in their interest to have both of them arrive at the same 10 points exactly. for the example and it's 10 points minimum and you get two hours for 10 points yes they used to only get one they're now older and they and work their points are now harder to achieve this so. is helpful for people what do they have to do to get a point so for at the beginning it used to be for tv it was just being polite and, and saying please and saying thank you or getting a compliment for uh their their manners uh, opening doors for people, like just stuff that I wanted them to have really nice manners to that. Because they, they're they usually quite polite now, I, we've dropped that as a point system. Now it is mostly uh, for grades, uh, doing extra work to things, um, and uh, having a, a teacher or someone else give a compliment of, wow, that you, they were really beautifully behaved. They get an immediate point to that. One point. One point. One, if a yeah. teacher says your kid was like a pleasure to teach. One point. One point. So they look forward to parent-teacher night They now. love getting their report card. We sit together and they just reap the points. They reap for yeah. every time there's yeah. a good report, they get another point. Yeah. And 10 points buys you two hours. Yeah. And, okay. And they only get two hours. Like they have a max of two hours. So Until they get to the 10 points, though, they get no video games. Nope. If they didn't earn their points, they don't get their video games and they start to want to do homework. And But do they don't stuff. get feedback from teachers on a daily basis. So no, that could be that a happens. long stretch. That could be a long stretch, but they come in with their, their tests and their marks and right. they're doing extra homework. They're doing homework well, they get a point. Doing it right, they get a point. They don't play also during the week. We, we sometimes watch TV during the week. They might, if they've been practicing their French at home and they've been speaking French, they get an hour of TV time. Another ritual that we do is, you know, you want to learn a language, be immersed in a language. So they've practiced speaking French to each other and we haven't had to tell them to. They might get a show to be able to watch at the end of the day. But besides that, they don't play video games during the week. All right. Well, I love this example because it's that example that you gave doesn't only show a ritual, which it does very well, but also you've taken upon it and expounded on it because you've made a ritual, you've made a behavioral strategy, and you've reinforced them to do behaviors uh, together and together. Yes. So if there was any sibling rivalry, it it just wouldn't fly here. It would, again, it it, it is in their interest to be good to each other. Yes. So... They're good to each other and supportive and happy because if one of them gets, say, honor roll, they get like a day of like 
video games and debauchery like they get a full eight hours to be able to they both get it and so they're very happy when the other one has done well because it it is in both of their interests brilliance so i'm here with uh, the brilliant georgia dow and we'll continue talking about family rituals your family rituals and how you bring them into the holiday season we'll be right back on straight talk with sandra reish Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So as we head into the holiday season, I think it's even more important than ever to review some of our rituals, create those moments of connection, because again, our goal in the holidays is to have these great bonding moments. And that the problem is that we're always relying on something outside of ourselves. And when we create things in our family and within ourselves, and I think personal rituals are important too. Uh, we talked a little bit about the difficulties with rituals. And I noticed you we were writing down some notes about video games. And video games really can be problematic. As a matter of fact, video games, even though you said you love to do them as a family, which is great, video games sometimes are what isolate families. It can go the other way. Everybody's on their electronic and there's no... Ritual. Is that one of the impediments to uh, rituals, in your opinion? Yes, and I would say that probably in most of the families that I see, there is someone that uses technology too much. Okay. And I, uh, like, yes, as as Sandra might be using on her phone while I'm back. Um, (laughs) But I'm also often that person. Call me on the radio. (laughs) But I was saying also me. I am also that person that is probably on my phone more than I should be. Right. And so it's interesting because my kids used to, and I love technology and I love video games. I don't think that it's a bad thing. I, I do many talks about technology. And, but it, it stops you because it's such a dopamine hit that the world seems much more pale in comparison to that. And, and no one's going to say that video games or technology or Facebook or 
um, Snapchat or any of these things are good for them, but everyone gets hooked by them. They're our, our biggest addiction right now. And so if we can get rid of having no tech times in your house for everyone, mm-hmm. that's a real, because you, you're bored. So now suddenly playing a board, like if you're on tech, if I'm playing a, a video game, suddenly watching, doing something together as a, a family might seem very dull to okay. me. Okay. But if I take that away and I allow for the space to be able to bond, to connect, to learn, to have fights, to problem solve, to deal with conflict resolution, to increase our emotional intelligence, skills that you actually want everyone in your family to develop because that's equals to jobs and it also equals to higher pay. Right. But if we leave these things in and we're on TV all the time or dealing with video games all the time, you don't create the space for this. And they'll be angry about doing it. And my kids, even though they don't play the amount of video games that, that almost all of their friends do, um, they're happier for it. And they mention it. And they're proud when they say, well, I don't play video games, which is not really true. They do play video games. But they don't do it very often. But then they're bored and they'll be like, you know, they want to do other things together as a family. Now, sometimes I don't want to. I'm like, oh, I totally get love to have them just go to the babysitter being the TV and, and let me have a little bit of time to decompress. But looking back on my life, I'm going to be happy that I had those moments. So you're saying that your kids, when they're not on video games, are like soliciting you to have a moment, a connection moment, a ritual. Oh, yes. What are they saying to you? Like They're like, what? play, let's do stuffies, let's, uh, you know, grab this. What let's are do stuffies? Like, you know, let, let, let's, we, we have like all kinds of things that we do with, um, like we have like little characters that we create. We make little tiny movies together. Like we just do fun, silly kind of things that we'll do together that they would like to do. um, But they don't want to do that if they have video games. My children, as most children, that would be their top of the fun list. But often when they come back from their video games, they're not happy. They're grumpy. They're frustrated. This happened. This didn't happen the way that they wanted to. Versus when we do something together as a family, they're happy and excited and they enjoy it. And they want to participate and they want to plant trees with me or make their, get their own little plant that they're going to be the ones taken care of and, and go through to that. But we need to also create the space. And unfortunately, technology has taken up more space than that. So if you can, in your own house, create a no tech time, I think that that's a, a really big deal. And I'm actually planning to do that in my house for me, not for my kids. I think that I'm probably right now and my kids notice it, which is funny. They call me out on it. Mom, I think that you're on your phone too much, which I just kind of go to in those quiet moments. I just kind of like pick up my phone and I'm going to check, you know, oh, did anyone message me? And sometimes it's for work, but I'll be honest, even when I check, it's it's just for me to kind of turn off to that. And I'm not doing something for the family. And it's, you know, more important to be there for your family. So you're planning to, like, to have certain hours that you're not on technology. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so you're sort of going to apply to you what you're applying to them. It's difficult, I find, because, you know, um, for sure it makes sense individually, but I struggle with the fact that we're also very strict on technology in this household, and we don't allow our kids a lot of technology. Uh, I'm wondering what your thoughts on I know many people listening have this question, is that that's certainly not the norm, though. We are the crazy strict parents, and my kids do sometimes struggle. I'm like, why can't – and I have to tell you, their friends and other people they know are on technology – on a daily basis. We hear this from our clients. I, I've, I've heard this throughout my day, every day that I'm at work, that they're playing, um, what's that? Fortnite. Fortnite, two yep. hours a night. Yep. 
two, three hours. Yes. And so my son is like, well, why, why can't, can't I? I? Yes. You know? What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> so it's a really interesting thing because we've been through it. And again, I, I love video games. I actually like have yeah, like, yeah. all kinds it. of systems there. This is not a thing that I am at all against technology or video games, but I've asked many families to either curb or cut down on their video games. How many families do you think have come back? And I know you already know, but how like playing devil's advocate to that, how many families do you think have come back to me when I've asked them to cut video games in a sharp manner and said that it was a bad thing or they're upset about it? No. Zero, 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 zero. Right. So yes, my kids do not are not able to talk about Fortnite like the other kids can, but they're like they're happier. They have more social skills to that. They're more bonded to each other because they have to play together because they're bored to death. They have to do other things to that. We're able to create the space to create rituals, learning. My my son helps me with my French by letting me, I read a story and he writes questions for me. There's <laughs> zero possibility, which is a lovely ritual. He's the teacher. I'm the student. I try to be a really good student. He's a lovely teacher. There's no way if I had that or video games that he would choose me. And for me as well, I spend, I've been tracking how long I've been spending on my technology and on my phone. It's like five hours a week. Five hours of my time a week is on my telephone. Is most of it because of work or something important? Probably not or useful. And what could I do with those five hours that would be productive if I cut it maybe, you know, four hours, cut it to one hour, maybe two hours a week to that. It's, it's a lovely thing. It's not an easy thing. And yes, you know, they'll, it's, it's hard to be different in that way, but this is, I would say, and this is biased. I would say it's better. They're different, but they're, they'll be better because they're gaining skills that you do not gain on video games. Right. And, and you can't compete with it. They won't be happy going to do something with you if they have video games on the table. Undoubtedly. In school, though, your kids must have some technology in the school. It is unfortunate that they do it, but they love Mm -hmm. school now because they go to school and they get to use the Chromebook or they're on Google Classroom or they're chatting with people. So do they have a Chromebook or an iPad or something like that? They do. Yeah, so they use that school... That we can't control for. I just and if they go to, to a friend's house, they, they get to use uh, tech there too. Uh, like well, that's another important on. point, a short snapper right at the end. So yeah. if the parents of the friend have unlimited tech, you allow it. Yeah, it's fine. Go for okay. it. Go to yeah. someone's house. You, they're leaving the house at least. Right. Because <laughs> right. no, no one's outside. The parents right. are all empty. There's, and it's not that they're doing rituals at home or having some fun activity that they're building together or climbing together or exercising. Exercise is another wonderful ritual to go oh. to as a family. Oh, Isn't that a nice one? Let's get that in there. You know, rock climbing together or taking a light, nice walk or going to the park and playing Frisbee. We don't, there's, outside, it's a beautiful thing outside. Or, you know, making, you know, mud pies or gathering tadpoles. Like what happens now, like, that could be great too. I think that that exercise one really needs to be highlighted because um, that's another thing is to make exercise into a ritual so it could be something fun. Yes. Because kids don't always want to exercise. Beautiful. But yet moving yeah. your body is important. So, yes. you know, going cross country skiing in the wintertime, that yes. we're coming into our winter ritual of cross country skiing and then going for a nice, like, pizza after. Um, you see, they're the same We love that. Me. We just love it. And there's no way my kids would exercise otherwise. No. And it's, and nobody likes, like, the cold in the winter but when we know it's something like on Sundays we do together I know you guys do it too yeah, do. it's very special yes I, yeah. I love that and it's it's fun it's a skill we're together um, even if we're all cold we're all freezing and cold together 
it's bonding because that's that in you're trauma, cold together but in times of trauma is you, when you have that opportunity so to either beautiful stand up and be that hero or you can be the person there, but you, you cannot form empathy without difficulty. Oh, that's so good. Say that again. You, you can't form empathy, empathy without, without difficulty. difficulty. So in the struggle is where they grow. So you don't want their lives to be that easy and simple and always good in that. You want things to be difficult and we've worked for something so we feel good about ourselves and we've challenged it and we feel strong about our character because I can do this. Wow. So that rituals also create a, an ability to allow children to learn to believe in themselves and maybe even have and your child be you're the one that's going to organize what are the the food that we're going to bring today oh, yes. and see if you can remember everything and what you can do and absolutely you know, brilliant work Georgia at it. thank you so much for these ideas i knew you would be perfect for this topic and thanks for coming on straight talk you know people are going to want to find you how do they reach you you can Call at 514-777-4530. And we have some videos that help people with parenting and bonding. How do people find and, out about that? And them? emotional intelligence, intelligence and conflict resolution, which yep. is some great things to teach to yourself, to your kids, to your work. And those you it? can get at master-life.com. Yeah, excellent. Georgia, thank you for joining us on Straight Talk. Really appreciate it. Added a lot to the conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra, so much. Uh, I'd like to thank our listeners from all over the world for listening to Straight Talk as well. Don't forget to stay in touch and feel free to leave a question for me or any of my guests anytime. You can join us on Facebook. You can listen to this show or any prior show as a podcast on my website, straighttalksandrareach.com, on the podcast app of your iPhone or on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. Um, my name is Sandra Reach, and we're going into the holiday season, so it's a good time to look at your rituals. Georgia and I promise to help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, shall we say it? This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.